0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Campus News here on CFRC 101.9, Queens's Community Radio <laughs> Queens's Community Radio Station. My name is Samara and I am the Campus News Coordinator. This on this campus news show, we are going to talk about all the most important issues and events on campus from a student's perspective. And today, I have my friend Molly here to join me just to add um, a bit more students' perspectives. Hi, Molly. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Great.
1: Thanks. You want to tell us a bit about yourself? Uh, sure. Should <laughs> I like what year I am in? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Sure. I am a second-year arts and science student. Um and i have a lot of opinions and i have a lot of opinions
2: <laughs> exciting. and i was
1: dragged into the station yeah yeah to share those opinions
0: exactly because that's what we need so um we are we just wrapped up week 12 which is super exciting congratulations to everybody for successfully or hopefully successfully yeah we don't know almost finishing their semester and i really hope that everybody has a strong exam season I would like to start off the show by acknowledging um, the land that we sit on. This po- uh, this program is filmed at CFRC on Queen's campus in Kingston, Ontario, which is seated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. Um, we came to occupy this land through a uh, process called colonialization, the effects of which... Um, affect many indigenous peoples uh still today so it's important to um recognize sort of where we came from and how we uh came to occupy this land now moving on to the news so we are here to bring you the um you know, a student perspective of what's going on in Queens University, and I think that the best way to do that is to go through the very popular Facebook page over page overheard at Queens, which is what we're gonna do now.
1: Just the hottest takes from all the best and brightest Queens yeah, students. Yeah, this you is can find.
0: this is Queens culture, guys. So um, expect some really intelligent conversations, insightful discussions. End of the semester memes. lots of like, like really sad memes
1: basically which quite depressing which i think summarizes like queen students
0: during exams like sad
1: memes are we studying probably are we complaining most definitely
0: are we looking for sad memes online to post on overheard um 100 yeah <laughs> uh, well, something that i find really funny is that the pee poo man from uh U of t york and york that uh if you guys don't know has been caught throwing pee and poo
1: on people
0: <laughs> it sounds ridiculous to say and around
1: toronto yeah they've, really been, fun.
0: they've been going around downtown throwing uh pee and poo on people and it's become such like a joke here at queen's i'm surprised people even know about it but like big news it is um probably one of the biggest things that happened like this last week is that classes ended it was a week 12
1: right yeah week 12 last week of the term mm-hmm. or not technically but last week of classes yeah thank god um, yeah uh really
0: rough like i think a combination of like the weather getting really bad at this time like it was kind of the most brutal week ever but but thank god it's over now we get to do exams is it over though <laughs> yeah <laughs> even more fun i i feel like that's been a really popular thing on overheard like people like trashing student wellness because everybody has a bad experience
1: I would say particularly this year as well.
0: Yeah, I think that they've changed things this year though.
1: Yeah, not for the better.
0: Yeah, I think they're. Yeah, I think that um, they cut counseling services over the summer because I was here during the summer and I think I remember hearing that, and um, and also them moving.
1: Yeah, I, to Mitchell Hall. Yeah. You walk past it, you see it when you know where you can get help when you're sick. You go. Yeah. I wish it was still in the LaSalle building. So if you're looking to book an appointment you should have called three months ago (laughs)
2: yeah
1: definitely um
0: the resources are a bit stretched and if like anybody that like has been on overheard or has read the journal like has heard that you have to call right at 8 a.m which sucks so what recently got a lot of traction on um overheard was the facebook page kings of queens um I just learned that this Facebook page has actually been around since September 2017. Somehow nobody's, like, heard of it. Like, most of their posts, I think, are from, like, a while ago. But um, I-, I looked through it myself, and, uh, yeah, a lot of them were kind of outdated about lo- some clubs that didn't exist, but uh, clubs that I was in um, were sort of called out. It's basically just a anti-woman, like, club, Um, all their posts uh, targeted different women's groups on campus specifically they had posts and pictures of queen students so they really just took like the group picture of these clubs posted it with all these sort of like defaming messages that said things like calling feminism a mental illness and referring to feminists and feminist groups as hate groups and um, also they made the claim of saying that campus sexual violence statistics are falsified
1: so that's a little nutty yeah. Uh how many people were following this uh Facebook page? Uh
0: two. This mm. Facebook page after its several years of life had two likes. So um like not surprising. Um and it got like it has been dis uh, deactivated, I guess. It was it actually came out um that a Queens University employee was responsible for the page, which wow. is, like, the surprising thing. They realized this because he screenshotted um, his, like, desktop and posted it, and it had his name no in the corner. Way. Yeah, yeah, so not, like, he's not
1: the brightest, clearly. <laughs> IT services much? Yeah,
0: he is, uh, he, um, I mean, I, I'm not sure, like, we should say his name and all, but uh, he works for, what we've gathered is that he works with IT services. We looked at his LinkedIn page, um, and the, queen, the university says that they are actively looking into it and will not comment on individual employees so um they know and the this page has been like deactivated so at least something's being done about it but yeah it it was you know nice to see like everybody be outraged like
1: on over her yeah over facebook it started
0: a conversation definitely about like how feminism like isn't taken seriously because this is like a common and like you know thing that happens where um people think that like feminism has become too radical and think like any like certain people that think that feminism isn't necessary really like take offense to it and uh but that was 2017 that
1: was 2019 that does not fly queens of queens yeah
0: literally (laughs) Yeah, let's go through the senate meetings. Okay, great. Last one of 2019 was on November 26, and they talked about the things like the fall term break, food insecurity, OSAP, and um, exchanges to Hong Kong. So starting out with the fall term break, um, if you guys don't know, our two-day fall term break has been sort of called into question. It um, was originally introduced as a three-year trial period, them giving us two days at the end of a week, uh, two weeks after, I believe two weeks after Thanksgiving, and now that it's at the end of its three-week trial, students, uh, specifically members of the arts and science Undergraduate society and the AMS have been calling for it to be changed because there's been lots of complaints yeah. about the break,
1: as there should be. Yeah, because it's not a break.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, this year I think it was. Yeah, it was two weeks after the break, uh, after Thanksgiving, which I think is the break that more people go home for. And with two days, I I didn't go home. Like I know a lot of people didn't because it's just difficult to
1: yeah why give us two days and then give us two days two weeks later Mm -hmm,
0: exactly and that's they have been um doing surveys i think this year and last year and that's what a lot of students have been saying it's too short you can't actually go home for it it's too close to thanksgiving that there's no point in going home you know again so close and so something that um, a lot of people have been proposing is just like moving it Merge the breaks. Exactly. Yeah, That's, I, I think like other schools do that. I think Brock did that this year or something like that. I know that our break, when I talk to my friends at other schools, our break is the only break that is like that. I don't
1: even think you could call it a
0: break. Yeah, it's a long weekend. It's a long, it's weekend. long weekend, yeah. Like it's, yeah. So um, so students um, are still talking to the deputy provost and other uh, university officials about trying to change that. So stay tuned for that, fingers crossed okay so coming from the um a vice provost report um they will be releasing the food insecurity working group report next week um they will also be giving us an update about the sexual violence policy review that started earlier this month as many of you guys know there's the controversial changes to the sexual violence policy that they later disbanded after a lot of um sort of like public outcry from students community members and faculty this uh, new rule made it mandatory for profs or queen's faculty to take down a student's name student number and contact info and give it to um, the university if a student made a if a student talked to a faculty member about being sexually assaulted And so a lot of people felt like this compromised students' privacy, compromised um, sort of the trust between faculty and students, so that um, has been suspended until further notice, uh, and they will hopefully be giving us an update soon. They also talked about um, Hong Kong, as if you guys don't know. Hong Kong has uh, been going through a lot of democratic unrest, and... um, it has just been announced that Queen's will not be offering exchange to Hong Kong next semester. This semester there were 15 students there um, but that will not be continuing until further notice. They also gave an update on OSAP. They've begin to uh, look into the effect that it will have on, on Queen's students because at the beginning of the year I think the number that came out was that Queen's students got 17 million dollars less in OSAP than they did last year collectively. Uh, and 18% of Queen students actually rely on OSAP to fully pay their tuition because they're, um, or they did last year anyway, because they're in that financial bracket. But since um, OSAP, the free tuition part of OSAP has been discontinued, and the grants have been greatly minimized. The school's worried about the effects that it will have on students' ability to continue their studies. So, um, according to the university, out of the 6,128 students who got OSAP um, in last year. of them didn't return uh the bulk um about 187 being because uh they were on academic probation 47 because they continued um through distance learning but the rest which is about 200 um left for you know reasons that the school doesn't know but possibly because of academic difficulty so um financial difficulty yeah that's right sorry uh probably or possibly because of yeah, the financial strain or just like the inability to um, continue paying for their studies. So the school has um, set up a $1.3 million bursary fund to help and are um, considering reaching out to people. So on November 21st, the Divisional Court of Ontario um, ruled on... A case where the Canadian Federation of Students and the York University Student Association took the Ford government to quote on the Student Choice Initiative. So I'm just going to talk about the Student Choice Initiative a bit in case everybody doesn't know what it is. Basically, um, the government uh, decided to make a lot of the fees that we pay optional, or the ones that they deemed non-essential optional, This included um, student association fees, things at Queen's, for example, the campus radio station, that fee became optional. The food bank became optional. The sexual assault resource center. Like most fees were deemed non essential. This was in an effort to, I guess, um, give students more choice in what they choose to support on campus. However, this saw a detrimental effect for many student
1: groups. Most of the fees are less than two, three dollars. Some clubs just ask for 50 cents. Yeah. Some ask for a 25% upgrade in their you know fee for that year yeah um we are part of queen's campus like we our lives do change whether or not you know we listen to the campus radio station or not and uh, i think it's important to opt into your feet so i think it's it's uh good that the student initiative the student choice initiative uh got like struck down i don't know yeah it it was
0: ruled like illegal like the ford government i guess in in um At the same time as this, they also made tuition 10% cheaper. I'm not sure if anybody noticed. That was probably about $600. I don't know. I'm not sure how much 10% of our tuition is, but I kind of forgot about it, to be honest. I didn't really notice when I looked at my Solace, but... Um, they took off 10% and the the campus group Students for Students, which um, is a bursary created by students to help uh, fellow students who have been affected by OSEP cuts, actually asks people to donate their, people who can afford it, people like know mainly whose parents pay their tuition, to donate their extra 10%.
1: Help your fellow Queen students out. Yeah, because
0: we really are a community and that's what's great. But yeah. Um, yeah, looking at the numbers uh, uh, from the Student Choice Initiative, the AMS Food, ba- food Bank, the AMS Food Bank lost fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> the Sexual Assault um, Center Kingston lost uh, four thousand five hundred, and the Queens Legal Aid Clinic lost twenty two thousand. Um, for for most clubs, the opt out rates were in like the low twenty percent. So. 20%, stu- 20% of students opt out of most clubs, which, like, okay. Um, that's better than
1: I thought it would be, actually. Yeah, I mean,
0: they, I, I know that, like, clubs really sort of expected higher numbers. Yeah, um, for, I would have. For student governments, it was, like, 15, 16%. But also, like, it, it's disappointing to see anybody opt out of the food bank, like, yeah, <laughs> to be honest. Who are you? Like, <laughs> That's so, that's not great, but... I also understand, you know, you never know if, if people, like, genuinely can't afford it. CFS, the Ontario branch of CFS, um, because, you know, this is only something that's happened in define, Ontario. But
1: define CFS. C- uh,
0: the Canadian Federation of Students is an or- organization that just advocates for student issues, because students kind of are a focus group we you know
1: we're a demographic
0: yeah we are a demographic like we um this the same problems affect us um and we yeah we're kind of all in this together so the canadian federation of students a group that would be heavily affected by the student choice initiative because that is probably a fee and the york federation of students which is like our ams and probably also lost um a lot of their budget took the ontario government to court you're saying that this you're saying that the food bank isn't essential you're saying that like sexual assault resources aren't essential that's ridiculous
1: what the basketball game is
0: yeah like and the thing is athletics are like the most expensive thing it just makes no sense it just doesn't make any sense and um student groups felt like this is this was a decision that like impeded on their ability to operate and like disproportionately affected students and they also felt like this was a direct attack on student union's particularly student unions that are so, you know, often more, more politically progressive. It's kind of it's kind of crazy to live in a world where like students are taking the government to court and winning. But now they're talking about whether or not the government wants to appeal. There hasn't been any um, word from the province whether or not they want to appeal. There also is the possibility that they can just reinstitute this initiative with like slightly different wording and just like try it again type of thing. Because education's under the provincial government's jurisdiction. It's under the Ministry of Colleges and Universities. Um and, yeah, they, they regulate, like, a lot of, like, most of our rules. I think that they also fund, like, a lot of things within universities. And so a big thing that they were saying was that if they catch um, people not making certain fees mandatory or, like, not properly showing students how to opt out because they really wanted to make sure that as many students could opt out as possible, they, they refuse, they, or they threatened to take away schools' grants who um, didn't make it easy enough for students to opt out I'm not sure if that actually happened to any schools I'm sure most schools were pretty nervous but they another criticism that was brought out was the fact that this student choice initiative was brought in super last minute instituted on schools very surprisingly and um a lot of clubs on on Queen's campus have talked about the fact that this last this last minute element made it difficult for them to properly advertise their club sort of advocate on why about why people should pay the fees Um, and they also were given 200 character limits for their description
1: yeah i feel like clubs shouldn't have to be marketing themselves to uh stay viable
0: yeah no it's true i i had to do ad i well i like did was happy to do ads for this for this station but yeah every club was you know started off the year not by like doing recruitment like they usually would but by literally begging students to like help them stay like a club through like marketing campaigns to, to pay their fee and i guess for the most part it paid off but still i think that but they shouldn't have had to do it exactly and i think students underestimate how their like 30 cent contribution to a club like how much it adds up and how much it like makes like it just makes the bulk of so many students like clubs and experiences lives the work study program like so many resources that you have like used probably yeah. I think that was a moral test for all of us, like that one semester of opting in. I don't know who opted out. I hope you
1: guys, CFRC lost $50,000. That is so much. So, uh, speaking of CFRC losing a lot of money, um, I hear there is a fundraiser, actually. There
0: is a fundraiser, Molly. You're so right. Our annual fundraiser that lasted the month of November, we are keeping it going for December. We will be having a GoFundMe. Um, yeah, CFRC is Canada's oldest running campus radio station. It has um, given the opportunity to countless students to um, get audio training, get the sort of opportunity to broadcast their ideas and voices on the air. It's really, It's a really cool experience. Um, I would urge all students listening to um, get involved if you guys can. It's a really incredible organization to be a part of. But with the Student Choice Initiative, even though, you know, it just got overturned, which is great, it's already done its damage with $50,000 lost. um, We are trying really hard to fundraise to make sure to... uh keep going about our daily operations as much as possible so if you are able to help out or interested in learning more about contributing go to cfrc.ca we have our gofundme drive that will be going all the way until the end of december any contribution counts um tell your friends and yeah please help out
2: What you got to lose? Make up your mind. Tell me what are you gonna do? It's only me, let it go.
0: guys now we are going to dive into all the most exciting events of this week because week 12 just ended and it is literally exam time i'm not sure about you guys um there might not be a lot of time to go out to events and um a lot of clubs have sort of ended so there won't they there aren't as many events but um the ones that are left are really exciting and there's lots of opportunities to sort of take a study break de-stress On Tuesday, December 3rd, the Queen's Journal of Indigenous Studies and the Queen's Native Students Association are teaming up to have a pajama party slash movie night. Admission is free and it will be in Kingston Hall from 6 to 8 p.m. Hey, what movie are they showing? They are showing smoke signals.
1: This week, the Queen's Dance Club is hosting an exam workshop week. They're going to be doing a bunch of different dance classes, some beginner and intermediate hip-hop, some intermediate jazz, diva boot camp, camp, uh, open improv, and a workout class. So definitely check that out. And it will all be uh, to fundraise for org. Awesome. For the next 12 days, the PNCC will be having their 12 days of exam exclusives, so until December 13th. Uh, I guess it's just, like, a bunch of discounts and um, some cool stuff.
0: Yeah, different services, different giveaways. Uh, Definitely check out the Facebook page or their website for more info. This Tuesday, December 3rd, the Politics Department Student Council will be hosting their final season's yoga. Um, It will be a great chance to take a study break and come out to have a class hosted by one of the best uh, yoga instructors from the Queens Yoga Club. It will be going from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. with a suggested donation of $2. Bring your own mat, and it will be in Wallace Hall of the J-Duck. Thank you so much for listening to the campus news here on CFRC 101.9 FM. Remember to um, bundle warm, take care of yourselves during this exam season. I really hope everybody... Um, studies hard and does the best that they can and remembers to relax sleep feed yourself and have fun if you are interested in um donating to cfrc's funding drive it will be going on for the entire month of december maybe give us some of your christmas gifts i don't know um but definitely any help would be greatly appreciated and if you or anybody you know have any campus news or events, or just a campus story that they would like to share, please reach out to CFRC, um, uh, to campusnews at CFRC.com. That's my email, and I would love to have you on. Thank you so much for listening to CFRC 101.9, your Queens Community Radio Station.